Green Bay has won the toss and will receive the football of his first AFL-NFL championship. And so the Packers, the methodical team, the team that dwells on fundamentals, the team that everybody says, with the exception of those who support American football leaguers, of course, should win this championship, will receive the ball first and get the first crack to test the defense of Kansas City. And Allen are stepping up to about the 4 or 5, anticipating a shorter kick from Fletcher Smith of Kansas City. The Super Bowl is underway. Game starting now. Da -da -da -da. Steve. Have fun in the basement. Da -da -da -da. Come on, kids. I'm sitting on Lucky Couch. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from 1967. Hey, everybody. We're doing it again. This is the show. This is it. <laughs> Here we are. It happened one year. 1967. 1967. Yeah. What do you think of that? It's a good year. Yeah. I think it's great. We're finally, I think, getting into a rhythm. <laughs> are we? You're 14 episodes in or whatever. You know, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, when you get right down to it, uh, I, I don't think we're... I think season one set expectations that we could not live up to. Mostly just for, like, the regularity with which we would put out episodes. Uh, so. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I do feel like there's a balance of, you know, less pandemic-y times where we have, we're busier. Yeah. Uh, one, that is a challenge. And two, it's harder to prep for these episodes because we can't just be like, oh, yeah, I remember all this. So I could just talk about it. No problem. Exactly. This I do not remember. No, I mean, don't remember any of this. No, but I think the nice thing about this episode is that this is an actually famous thing. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we're nice. like piecing stuff together. Like all yeah. these people were born on the same day. Can you believe it? You know, we, like. Uh, there's also a very uniquely us approach to this where we're like, okay, so like episode three, let's talk about this obscure television show that's like an hour long and it's real boring about the like going around the world. Let's watch it first and then let's try and talk about it. And I actually think that episode came out pretty well, but like no one in their right mind would do that in the beginning of a season. It or doesn't ever. feel like a way to kick off. Yeah. No. <laughs> Our first episode was about the potato war. It was the guy... <laughs> The guy with the canodal. Are, are we bad at this? I think oh, we're bad at this. I, you know, and I don't, again, I don't want to get too bogged down in numbers, but like our first episode is still like the lowest listened to episode of this season. <laughs> Nobody saw that and was okay. like, oh, I got to check that out. <laughs> the potato war guy. I think that's really interesting. I yeah. think that was a great call. What we find interesting, eh, maybe not so much for other people, no. but go check no. it out if you feel like it. If what's yeah. brought you here today is... Football. Yes. Our, our most listened to about. episode of all time is the Buffalo Bills episode from season one. Oh, that's so. oh, we, we should have called Dave Garden. Well, I'm, I've been in touch with Dave Garden recently about a different episode, and I did uh, ask him if he wanted to come in and talk about the 67 Bills, but he said he, off the top of his head, doesn't know, but maybe we will like Google some stuff. Because yep. what we learned, I learned tonight was that the uh, Buffalo Bills were in the AFL championship game at the end of 66 to go to the yeah. to Super Bowl one. So and I, lost. I believe but. it was actually on New Year's Day. Oh, it was in 67. Yeah. So it was oh. in 67. 
It was the like one of the first things that happened in 1967, and I believe they lost roundly. I don't know the score, but I I believe I read that they got trounced. Yeah, the Bills. Fair. Yeah, no, they apparently Dead. the Bills were the like the AFL champion the year before. So had yeah. there been a Super Bowl one the year before, if all of this had just moved up timeline wise, the Bills would have played in Game One. But instead, uh, they did not play in their first Super Bowl for a long time. <laughs> oh, uh, so but, close. Super Bowl one, the AFL NFL championship game, January 15th, 1967. I'm not going to say again that we picked this year because of this, because we didn't, but this at least was a contributing factor to like, well, there were actual big things that happened in 1967 because otherwise it does kind of feel like a year we just picked out of a hat Yeah, because there are so many big years in the late sixties that so much stuff happens. Why would you land on 67 necessarily? Yeah. What I like about this game is that Apparently, these two leagues really hated each other because the NFL had existed for freaking forever, like going back to the 20s, I think. Yeah. And the AFL had only been around since 1960. So the NFL was real mad that there was another league that was actually kind of working. And so they all were there was like a, a lot of like actual animosity. And then and they just kind of coined the term Super Bowl because it was these two leagues coming together. I just yeah. think that's such a fun idea. You don't, We don't get anything like that anymore. Like two separate leagues that hate each other and they're going to play in this game. That must have been the most exciting thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing that how quickly the AFL's popularity managed to force that merger. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. they announced the merger in the middle of 1966. So this is only, they've only played six years maybe. And, th- and this yeah. happens. And... Then they have these a couple series before the actual merger. There's a couple of these AFL NFL championship games, and then I think they started calling it a super, like officially calling it the Super Bowl in like Super Bowl four, somewhere yeah. right when after the merger. The merger didn't take place till 1970, yeah. so it was like yeah. right there. But but I mean I think that's why you keep seeing leagues giving this a try, right? Because the hope is always we're going to be in a merger. The ABA and the NBA oh. was the same idea. Like yeah. let's stick around long enough, start putting the pinch on the big league. And then get incorporated into it. It's never to be like, we're going to become the premier league. And so the USFL and the XFL and whatever. Remember that football league right at the beginning of the pandemic? I think it was the AAFL? Something like that. And it the had All-American Football League? That can't Some, be right. It was something like that. Um, yeah. But it had to close because of the pandemic. So it only existed for literally three weeks or something. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah. close. But that's always um, the hope. Isn't this, isn't this literally the plot of Semi-Pro? Yeah, well, I mean, semi-pro is set in the semi-real world of the ABA. The Flint Tropics weren't a real team, but they do mention a lot of other real ABA teams. And the end of that movie is the merger with the NBA. And the the real teams that did go are the teams mentioned. So it's fictional, historical fiction set inside the ABA. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Moon. When I say love me, you say sexy. Love me. Sexy. Sexy. Corn dogs, Jackie. (laughs) Corn dogs. So, yeah, so I've always thought that, like, the early Super Bowls are, I mean, the footage is peculiar because what the footage that exists almost doesn't see, it's not like broadcast footage. It's like the NFL films footage. Like, you don't really see broadcasts of those Super Bowls. And it's only then, like, you know, later that you, there even are complete games of things like, you know, but the first Super Bowl is odd because it was broadcast on two different networks. Because yeah. of the deal where one had the deal with the AFL and one had the deal with the NFL. Yeah, it's the only one that was simulcast on two two networks, the only Super Bowl. I did think, like, it's, watching those NFL, we watched, like, an NFL 
films or whatever video on the first Super Bowl. And it did feel like watching a newsreel from the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. With the like narrator and. Yeah, it is. It's oh, it's almost like they don't know how to explain a football game. Yeah. Maybe they've never really had to do it this way. Like that this would be this like special thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like those NFL film Super Bowls are like a big, you know, that's a big program after a point. And I remember as a kid watching them all the time. Yeah. And that guy's voice, John Facenda is like the voice of the NFL <laughs> to me. Like, because his voice is it's so distinct and so yeah. just, you know. The frozen tundra of Municipal Stadium made footing tenuous. And defense prevailed most of the day. <laughs> but yeah, like it, they are real. It's a really hinky video. So it's a little hard to even get the sense. I had to go like look up like, well, what actually happened in this game? <laughs> because that yeah. video is really tough to be like, well, what was the score at literally any point at except any the end? Any point, right. It was yeah. really hard to track like yeah. who was winning. And what you didn't, I think, get a really good feel for is that. So the game was against the Chiefs and the Packers. The Packers were the NFL team and the Chiefs were the, the AFL team. And the the idea was the AFL hadn't been around that long. So everybody was like, oh, the AFL team is going to be terrible. They're going to get blown out. But at halftime, it was 14-10. Like, it actually was a pretty close game. It just kind of fell apart. The Packers won, spoiler alert. Uh, but you've had, like, 50 years to, to go watch it. Um, I don't think f- football works the same way. I don't think sports works as spoiler alert things. <laughs> like, I've been waiting alert. to watch Super Bowl V. Don't tell me what happens. We're watching the video, and, like, the first five minutes, they're covering the Chiefs, and they make, they get a touchdown. They're like, and that's the only touchdown they get. And I'm like, well, okay, great. Now I don't need to watch the rest of this. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but, but but I guess, like, there was, like, an interception by the Packers who ran a pick six, and they ran it in, and then the, the game turned, and they had, like, 21 on it. On Answered points or something like that. So it really like the Packers did kind of crush the Chiefs, but it was it was close in the first half, and I don't think you really got a good feel for that in the video that we watched. No, no. I mean, even though it follows the Chiefs to start, it doesn't it doesn't go like quarter by quarter. Like this is the score. Now this is the score. No. Like later ones, I think have a more of a dramatic narrative. But it also could be that game, even though it was close in the first half, was clearly just a blowout. And yeah. Super Bowl two is the same way. It was another blowout. So like in the early days, I don't think there was any real regard for the AFL. Because of this, like it was just considered the junior league that have had cast off players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. you know, that's a hard thing to come over. But yeah, this and it was funny when we started doing this because uh, we're in Chicago. And so, you know, we're Bears fans. So it's hard to really, you know, let's let's talk about like the Packers when they were really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's we're- tough to really give like to, to care that much about that so yeah we were watching the video and i said to joe like are you gonna make me go talk about how the packers were good in this game that that sucks like but, i don't yeah. want to do that yeah it's so long ago that i feel like it's yeah. almost like i could talk about the yankees being good in the 20s like i don't really care you know like it's not the same thing it's such you know but uh but yeah i don't know the packers i'm kind of like eh. and like it's it's like 60s football so it all looks sloppy <laughs> like every play that they oh, show yeah. like look at this great play and there's like penalties going on everywhere and you're like i don't know oh, like, well well now it was kind of wild like it was it was it was wild to watch some of the tackling and shit that like was totally fine then like people hitting each other in the knees and horse collar like oh, yeah. there's one the one guy the the old guy plumber guy who like they someone just like jumped on his back and he like carried him a few steps like yeah. it's just it's, it was it was crazy to I thought it was I thought it was very it was very fun oh it's real inter- oh I love watching the old these old yeah. like clip packages because they're real entertaining but like you watch it with the modern idea of football and it's like I don't yeah. even know what this sport is like it is just all over the place 
wasn't there one where like the receiver was going out and he got knocked down before the ball was even thrown yeah. and they were like oh that receiver sucks like that was the narrative yeah they're like well he learned from this play oh he learned that they're never going to call interference okay <laughs> like why doesn't he just run up punch that guy and then keep going like what's the difference like what I read was we we there, at one point in the video they mention uh, Fred Williamson who Fred the Hammer Williamson who then became a movie star like he became yeah. a black exploitation movie star, um, but the reason he's called the Hammer he was a cornerback and his move was to run up and just hit like the receivers with his forearm, <laughs> like <laughs> and he would call it the Hammer. You can do that, and that was just apparently something you oh could my do. God. That just struck me as crazy. Like this was his whole nickname comes from penalties. <laughs> like, it's like it was yeah. like John Horse Collar Jones. Like you know, he took care of it. So, and like I felt like the playing field, metaphorically speaking, was a, a bit more even. There was a guy for I think it was the Packers who got hurt like pretty early on. He got like his shoulder separated or something, and so yeah. the guy that came in. No, they said he was 35. No joke. He looked like he was 50. And they were like, oh, he's been in the league for 11 years or whatever. And he's just lumbering around the field. And he had like the best game of his life. He had caught yeah. like four passes the entire season. He caught like seven passes at like 70 yards or something in that yeah. game. Max um, McGee. I'm sure Packers fans, I believe, would consider this guy a complete legend. Uh, <laughs> Max McGee. Yeah. But no, like, look at I don't want to. I'm always uh, reticent about who we're going to put into the It Happened One Year Hall of Fame. Yeah. From this episode, it's tough to just put in a Packer. But Max McGee oh. had the game of oh his life. God. And, and yeah. I, he is so ridiculous to watch. Because, I mean, he's a very athletic oh. guy. But yeah. he's, for a receiver, he's built like I like a, a small, <laughs> like modern lineman. And, yeah. And again, he, those 11 years aged him 30 years. Like, Oh, my God. Because he has his like, helmet off talking on the silence, and he looks 50. He does. And and the in one of the post-game interviews with one of the Chiefs players, they were like, oh, Max McGee had the the best game he's had in 10 years. Yeah. He's only been playing for 11. And they were yeah. like, oh, it's the best game he had in 10 years. He just, he like came on that day. Like that was the best day of that guy's life. Yeah. I mean, Bart Starr is the MVP of this game for some reason, but Max McGee clearly should oh. have been the MVP. Like yeah, that, I clearly. think, it, I think that's clear. Like Bart Starr has uh, an okay game, 250 yards or something, but like yeah. the fact that this guy comes in wasn't even planning to play. I read that he was like, there's a chance he was like real hungover during this game <laughs> because he didn't even know he was going to play. So he was just like, he yeah. was out the night before and you know, yeah. and he thought he was on the bench. And then next thing you know, he's in. I It's like when, what was it? David Wells threw a no hitter when he was drunk or, uh, you know, Doc Ellis <laughs> threw one when he was on LSD, like just whatever. Like I just, you know, just get, get ready when your number's called, I guess. Remarkable. But, uh, like that is just like solid training, right? Because right. your body just takes over. Body it was ready. Matter like so. No, I want to. I'm putting Max McGee in. Max McGee. It happened one year Hall of Fame. Do we have to vote on it? Do you vote no? Uh, no, I vote yay. Oh, okay. If you vote no, then there's only the two of us. I'm not. You know, <laughs> I think the, we have to be unanimous. Yeah. So. Oh, should we have the listeners vote on who gets into the Hall of Fame? Should we develop like a polling system? Sure. Let's try. <laughs> we'll put we'll put it on the Twitter page. It happened one year with the number one. We will put that out there. And see if people uh, vote. But we'll have to get a minimum number of votes. Because i got to be honest, our Twitter page, not a ton of engagement. <laughs> so <laughs> a good number of followers, not a lot of engagement. So we'll Maybe see. if we have polls. Maybe That's true. People like clicking out. on things. Yeah. Yeah. So let's try that. Yeah, we'll throw, exactly. we'll throw, when this comes out, uh, we're aiming to put this out for, this should be, as you're hearing this, the week that the NFL starts. It should be Labor Day week, right? So if it is, and I believe it would be, go to our Twitter page and vote and see if Max McGee gets into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And if he does, uh, our, the Hall of Fame technically exists on our Instagram account. It's confusing. <laughs> 
vote on Twitter, then go look at the results on Instagram. Exactly. Listeners, you're tech savvy. You know what to do. You can handle it. Better at this than we are. <laughs> For sure. You found this show somehow. So you have already <laughs> done more than we can. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. But the reason we're doing this is because football is starting. But also, uh, Chiefs quarterback Len Dawson just died. Yeah. On, who was like the week? starting quarterback in this game. He died like this week. Yeah. Yeah. And so that just, I thought this was a pretty good idea. When they made that video to recap Super Bowl one, they weren't super complimentary towards Len Dawson. Um, no. Even though like that guy is scrambling for his life the whole game. Oh my God. That O-line's terrible. It collapses. Like he's like, he's getting hit a whole bunch. Like he, he did his best. Yeah. This is my issue with this game as well. Like Joe and I have a real hard time watching Packers games in general because like Aaron Rodgers will do the same thing that the Bears quarterback will do. And they'll like say a lot of crappy things about the Bears quarterback. And they'll be like, Aaron Rodgers is a genius. Like, it's so wonderful watching him play. Oh, look, he messed something up. Oh, that was definitely somebody else his fault like yeah. it's so infuriating yeah. and i felt like this was still true super bowl one like yeah. they were they were all like oh the chiefs struggled the chiefs did this the chiefs couldn't do that oh they look real bad over here and then they're like oh look at how great bart star is and he just gets sacked and you're like he yeah. got sacked like that's not great oh. literally over uh, like over a clip of him getting sacked they're kind of saying something like oh, and he was resilient i was like what are you talking about yeah lynn yeah. dawson look has to do 12 step play. drops on every play <laughs> like, yeah yeah, and yeah. then he gets sacked, but he's running for his life. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. He's got three guys after him. I just, I, I'm now I'm getting mad. You bring up Aaron Rodgers, it's going to become a different podcast. I got to be honest. Uh, this week I saw there was a, a meme floating around that was saying something about, like, how Tom Brady's always had all these great receivers and, like, you know, but Aaron Rodgers, he gets it done oh with nobody. God. I was like, gets it done? What, that one Super Bowl and losing over and over again in the NFC yeah. Championship game? He gets I, nothing done. Nothing done. I, I uh, cannot talk about Aaron Rodgers. I can't even be, like... I can't deal with Aaron Rodgers as a topic. Can't. I mean, look, that's a better reality though than if they actually won anything. I just like when the Packers. Oh. It, I enjoy football more when the Packers are bad than I do when the Bears are good. Like that, <laughs> I think is a true statement. It's true. I mean, really, if the Bears would win a Super Bowl, I think we could get past this because this is what I found with the Red Sox is that yeah. for years I just wanted the Yankees to lose. I didn't really care if the Red Sox won because they the Red Sox for most of my life weren't any good. But yeah. as soon as the Red Sox started winning, I don't care what the Yankees do. It just doesn't matter yeah. now. You know, it just you get yeah. past that. And we just need the Bears to, you know, win a Super Bowl. We will get to the I... Bear we'll get to Bears Corner later in this episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Just to wrap this up and so we don't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore. Uh I mean, really, that's the game. There's not a lot to it because it is kind of a blowout that apparently the Packers put in like the third string at the end and yeah. we're still piling up yards. <laughs> Oh, my God. In the, the Chiefs, Super Bowl. Ooh, yeah. No, oh. the Chiefs did not comport themselves well uh, for the AFL no. here in game one. You got to give props, though. Again, the league had only existed for six years. Like, yeah. the Packers team had been around way longer than I think the, the AFL had been. So, But, I, you know, I mean, they did their best. No, I mean, look at all credit to them. Uh, you know, they uh, the Chiefs had a great record that year. They were like 12 and 2. Like they were the yeah. the legit champion of that league. They weren't a, you know, a half-assed team. Len Dawson was a great quarterback and would ultimately lead the Chiefs to a Super Bowl win in Super Bowl 4. So like Yeah. This was, you know, this is all legit. Hank Stram was a great coach. Like they had a lot going for them. Yeah. It's just the Vince Lombardi Packers at this point had already won four NFL championships in the 60s and then they win Super Bowls 1 and 2. Like you know, they were a dynasty. Yeah. It's it's a different thing to deal with. Yeah. They beat the Cowboys to get there, right? That was them? Yeah. They beat yeah, the Cowboys yeah. in the NFL in the NFL championship game. Yeah. Um, and then I wanna say, even the following year, they played the ice in the ice bowl game, the famous ice oh. bowl game. And I believe that might also be against Dallas, but 
I think that's true because I, I was trying to search for this and it was really hard because when you search 66, you got the last season and when you search 67, you got the following season and yeah. 68 games. So yeah, um, yeah. I think that's true that they played yeah. the Cowboys. Doing yeah. doing another episode on the Ice Bowl seems crazy, but the Ice Bowl did take place in 67. So at oh, some point it? maybe, oh. but it's also another Packers game. I'm kind of like, eh, we probably don't need to. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we need to really stretch episodes. <laughs> if the Packers are in the Super Bowl this year, we need to do a, another Packers episode. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I really don't. Please don't make me do that. I mean, yeah. the the good thing is, I hate the Packers, but I also hate the Cowboys. So I'm glad that they lost. So you know, everything works. The real the, the sad works. thing is that Buffalo didn't get to that Super Bowl. Exactly. Because they clearly exactly. got close. And again, uh, Buffalo was never. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Buffalo in the in the 70s and 80s was not a good team. <laughs> so <laughs> they had a long stretch where they were not competitive. <laughs> I do like the alternative reality where the Packers lose the NFL championship game, the Chiefs lose the AFC championship game, and Super Bowl one is the Bills and the Cowboys. Yeah, how can you imagine? How, how great would that have been? Do I, yeah. do I love that or do I hate that? Maybe I hate that. I'm it would have sure. been wonderful because then it would have been like that progression through time where they just keep yeah. playing each other, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like there's like a series of Steelers-Cowboys Super Bowls that just kind of kept happening for a long time. Yeah, or yeah. like the Lakers and the Celtics. It just keeps working out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or for no exactly. apparent reason, the Red Sox and the Cardinals have played in the World Series like four <laughs> times, including 1967. Anyway, oh. <laughs> we'll get we'll deal with that another time. Okay, but right. but yeah, so that's I think that's really about it for the game. I think I think it's interesting to to kind of look at like the Super Bowl, considering what the Super Bowls become now, yeah. and look reflect on what it was then when it clearly wasn't that big a deal, even though it was a big popular television event. Yeah. It seems like it, it was on two networks, but it also everybody watched it. Like fifty. Million people watched it. Yeah, which in 1967, how many people even had television sets? The share must have been insane. Like, yeah. you know, but yeah, like everybody apparently watched it. I've never been a, I've never had a great sense of how popular football was or when it became like the sport. Because I always yeah. thought it was baseball, and then it just becomes football maybe in the 70s or something. But I don't actually yeah. know. So the fact that that many people even tuned in, but the, it didn't even sell out. Like they played it at the yeah. Los Angeles Coliseum, which is huge, but they didn't sell out the first Super Bowl. <laughs> It was confusing watching it because there were some angles where the stands looked really full, but there were some angles where they looked pretty empty. Like, yeah. and it clearly was plays in the game. So I don't know what was going on there, but like, yeah, yeah it clearly wasn't sold out. No, they, they said that like a third of it didn't sell. And so because of that, the game was blacked out in L.A. They couldn't nobody you couldn't mm -hmm. watch it on TV in L.A., which, you know, it's those regular blackout rules. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. I mean, that it's the only crazy. Super Bowl that didn't sell out, but tickets were like 12 bucks. Like, I don't know. Oh my which God. I guess that's probably a lot of money in 67, but it's that still seems, you know, you're a football fan. There were a couple movie stars there. We noticed in the uh, in the video. I couldn't find a list. I, I was looking to see like yeah. verified people, but Kirk Douglas was there and Henry Fonda. And I think Donna Reed was there. Yeah. So let's so be I, clear who noticed that Joe noticed that he yeah. was like, oh, that's so and so. And I was like, nope, I have no idea. <laughs> I did think that Kirk Douglas was Michael Douglas because he looks just like Michael Douglas when he was younger. Young Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas, basically yeah. the same. Yeah. They look yeah. a lot alike, yeah. Yeah. So it was clearly popular with the glitterati <laughs> oh <my laughs> Turn, turning up for the big game. Uh, what else stands out to you about the uh, about what was going on at the stadium? Because I felt that like where now you've got, you know, Christina Aguilera will show up, you know, Beyonce, the Rolling Aww. Stones. But Super Bowl One. 
so many marching bands. It was all great. the marching bands. Oh, I loved it. That literally was the halftime show. It was like two marching bands. If yeah. you look it up, it credits the halftime show to, to marching bands. And uh, that is my vibe. I love I love a marching band. I love a good marching band. I love a bad marching band. I don't even care. They're they're yeah. playing. They're moving. I love it. And it I great. think the other the other great thing is the uh, crazy space age jetpacks. <gasps> the jetpacks. Oh <laughs> what, my god. I don't like I don't even really get what was trying to be displayed there. Like was this like a local group who was like trying to move jetpacks as a way of transportation or just a novelty? Do you think it's like how now like a guy will parachute into the stadium and so it's the same basic idea? Maybe. But I couldn't tell if that was like like the pre-show or the halftime show. I couldn't tell, but it was two yeah. guys and they were wearing jetpacks and they like went up in the air pretty far. It was yeah. it was amazing. It was amazing. I, I feel cuz there's a band, right? Isn't the band called They We Were Promised Jetpacks? Is that true? I feel like they're like a Lollapalooza type band, yeah. And I feel like <laughs> that has to come. That, like, we were promised jetpacks from Super Bowl one, right? Like that has mm-hmm. to be it because I don't remember ever seeing. It. It's like a it's like a James Bond thing, like having the little. Yeah. It's, it's like something that straps around your waist, and then yeah. you, you hold these handles and you can fly up in the air. And I was like, why don't oh. we have that? Like, besides, so great. I'm sure so many people would die, but like oh liability, you'd get some insurance, right? Come on, people die in car accidents. Like people die in all kinds of stupid phenomenal. ways. I feel like we should have I wonder, by now. I wonder if there's something around like uncontrolled air traffic though. Like yeah. I, I always think that's the problem with like flying cars or any of that, that like that's vi- you can't put lines in the sky. Right. Yeah, and true. so that, that feels like the big blocker that we would have to solve to get more flying transport, local flying transportation. I guess that's probably true. I mean, I can't believe jetpacks could get you that far off the ground because it still has to be like, it's not like a plane, right? Where a plane is dealing with yeah. air currents. Like you're still dealing with the force between your machine and the ground. Yeah. So how far off the ground can you really get, right? Without yeah. really disrupting the ground. But it just seems like if they had that technology then, they could have figured something out in the last yeah. 55 years where we could be f- at least flying around a little bit for fun. Instead, we had yeah. just drones. We don't have anything. Can you imagine even 30% of the people in Chicago have jetpacks and we want to go to the movies and we're going to jetpack there? Like, mm. what? there's all these other assholes flying around. No one's following a straight line. I think that's chaos. I think that's, I think that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, there would be a lot of mid-air collisions. There'd be a lot of, like, drunk jetpacking, yeah. you know, so that would be tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess there's a lot of drawbacks, but I just, I feel like they could, you know, theory. like instead of having like, they built like that little walkway by the, by the lake or by the river, yeah, yeah. you could just turn an area of that into jetpacks and then you'd be moving. But would you really be moving quicker if there's a bunch of people with jetpacks? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is the, this is the critical question that we have yet to answer. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's best we haven't, uh, we haven't adopted the jetpack. Yeah. Instead, when next time we need to go to the movies, we'll just get those single wheel skateboards. <laughs> you and me, we're, we're both forty or near forty. Yeah. Uh, well, that's how we're getting in the movies. Yeah, that is how Joe breaks both them hips. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe's knees get blown straight out on the single wheel uh, uh, skateboard. I'm amazed how many people you see with those. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. remarkable. I can't. I can't even imagine trying to stand on one of those. No, <laughs> so that would. No. I would just fall down. Yeah. Yes. So I don't think they're even like segways, but segways clearly have some sort of gyroscope thing. Yeah. Those yeah, things yeah. are just you stand on it and you immediately fall off. All right. Twenty twenty one. The Chicago yes. Bears were yeah. six and eleven. Did not make the playoffs oh. in the first seventeen game six season. Eleven. Fired the coach. Fired the GM. Uh, so far tonight, I just saw. Not to date when this happens. But the yeah. Bears won their third straight preseason game. They're 3-0 in the preseason. 
That Will the Bears nothing. win more regular season games than preseason games this year? <laughs> I, I, oh, then, then the three they've won? Are well, you asking they, if they've they won got more one more. They, they could win four. They, yeah. So you're asking, will they win more than potentially four games? I think they have four. They used to, maybe the 17th game replaced the fourth preseason game. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. So you think they're going to win more, over and under three? I honestly, I think they're going to win more than last year. And not many more. Yeah. But I'm going to go with, I'm going to take the over over on six. Okay. So they yeah. won six last year, right? Like that's yeah. what you said. They were six and 11. They were six and 11. Yeah. I think I, they're going to win at least seven. It seems like there's a lot of chatter about how awful the bears are going to be this year. And like, I think some of that's legitimate. The bears didn't make a lot of like obvious improvements on the offense. Oh no. Um, but like they fired again. I think Nagy was not the right coach, uh, obviously, mm. even though they made the playoffs twice, but you know, I don't think there was clearly a, it wasn't progress year over year. It was a lot of no. luck and randomness. Yeah. So, you know, I think just having a new coach will be exciting. And, yeah. you know, the first year with a new coach with the Bears has in the past has worked okay. So, yep. you know, yep. there's that. Justin Fields guys is another year of experience. Yeah. But I honestly think just getting rid of Nagy's bad play calling will get them that one extra game. Look, I don't right. think they're going to win 10 games. Yeah. I think they might win more than seven games. So, mm. or more than six games. But, uh, yeah. you know, they're not going to be, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be good. Yeah. But I, I do think they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to win six games or less. So yeah. I just, that's not going to happen. The nice thing about only winning six games last year is that their schedule is pretty easy comparatively. Like they right. get to play that team in other divisions and stuff. Um, but, you know, they, you know, they're, they're still, you know, they're still the Bears. So, yeah, I don't know. If I had to bet, like, I, on the six and a half, as, as being the over-under, I would probably still lean towards six. I still feel like that's the right number, but I don't know. I could see them going seven and ten. That doesn't, like, they could get some garbage yeah. time wins when they're completely out of it in December. And, yeah. you know, like, they played well, the Packers. So, like, they played the Packers real early, and then I think the second Packers game isn't super late. So, yeah, you know, like. Get those out of the way. Yeah. I mean, listeners, Joe and I always make a Bears record bet. Uh, yeah. o- over under situation and so i think we're making it here i think i'm taking the over on six you're taking the under on six and a half yeah that yeah that yes you're taking yeah, yeah. the under on six and yeah. a half yeah that's i mean i feel it's pretty narrow like looking at their schedule i was kind of like oh they could win seven or eight but you know i don't know like that defense they've lost people on the defense they've lost people on the offense they didn't really backfill anybody with anybody exciting so yeah. um yeah i don't think it's gonna be a great year here by the lake but uh no no, but I'm just excited getting football back. Come on, it's yeah, been, it's yeah. Been lean times. And, uh, listeners, we live walking distance to Soldier Field, so it's really fun on game day because like the whole neighborhood's excited. People are selling bear stuff. Everyone's wearing their bear stuff. Like it's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, as so long as the bears are still here for another couple of years uh, before they move to the <laughs> suburbs, um, you know, we got that going for us. So it's gonna be a real bummer. Uh, all right, if you had to make a prediction right now, here at the beginning yeah. of the season with no games played, who's yes. gonna win the Super Bowl this year? Who you got? The Buffalo Bills, obviously. Oh, the Bills. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I Coming think we out. all took the Bills last year as well. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bills got they deep, got close. Right? They got yeah, really close. The Bills close. got to. Yeah. I think they got to like the. I don't. Uh, the year before they got to the AFL champion, the AFC championship game. I don't. Last year, I don't know if they quite got there, but they got. They were in the final eight at least, right? At least, yeah. yeah. I feel like they got. They might have been in the final four. I don't remember. I can't remember who the who no because wasn't it the the Bengals and the Chiefs right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. You had that crazy Bengals either. run last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I'm going. I mean, I think. Uh, oh. I think again. I think for a, a series of years here, you're going to have Bills Chiefs as the as the thing. Yeah. And then the. I mean, the Rams winning last year. I'm not saying the Rams are a bad team, but they managed. They got to play Cincinnati, <laughs> so <laughs> I think they lucked out. But you know, and like, come on, who else? I mean, the NFC is just a mess. Tom Brady's a million years old. The Packers never win anything. The NFC East, like, come on. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I would still feel it's coming out of the, the AFC. And I, uh, you know, Patty Mahomes, I think uh, now that they're a couple years away from that, getting destroyed by the by Tampa in the Super Bowl, yeah. I think maybe they're maybe they're due. So. But an AFC championship game, Chiefs-Bills, will be the Super Bowl this year. Like, that will be oh, the game. So. for sure. Yeah. 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 Very excited about that. That will be exciting. Yeah. So, all right. So now that we've watched Super Bowl one, do you want to go watch the videos for all the other 50-some Super Bowls? Oh, dear God, no. No, Ooh, we can do it right now. Do that. We'll watch oh, Super Bowl. We'll uh, watch two. Watch the Packers blow out. I think Oakland. Uh, listeners, what I think I think Joe has has been nice and and failed to uh, to share with you is that I've already taken two naps today, and so <laughs> I'm looking forward to you putting on another Super Bowl. Me taking another nap. That'd oh be great. boy, it has been a real long day. <laughs> So I'm glad you've stayed awake for all of this episode. I am. I'm awake. I feel great. I mean, I'm ready to go back to bed, but I feel great. I didn't want to start. If I knew if I started monologuing about football a little bit, there was yeah. a chance you were just going to nod off. Like, say, if I brought up Super Bowl three. Oh, listen, oh, who doesn't like Super Bowl three? You kidding me? Oh, my Jets, God. Jets, Colts, everybody. Super Bowl four. The Chiefs finally win with Lenny Dawson. Oh, Super Bowl five. Johnny, you and Earl Morrell. I think I lost you. Uh, all right. Well, hey, rest in peace, Len Dawson. And uh, that's the Super Bowl episode. How do you want to go out? What do you got? Are you? Oh, I think you sang the Bears theme last year. Do you want to sing the Bears theme? I did. No, I did it last year. You do it this time. I think I. I don't know. I maybe the people don't want this. I mean, do oh. you know any other fight songs? Are you singing the Bill song? Sing the Bill song. No, you know what I'm going to sing. Oh, I'm not okay. here to cause any trouble. I'm just here. To do the Super Bowl shuffle. Support it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Never forget the greatest football team of all time, the nineteen eighty five. Is that all you know? Is That's that all it. is that all you... It's like a rap song. I don't know the lyrics to that. We have it on on vinyl. We do. We oh no, we are the Bears shuffling crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad. We know we're Well, well, I think I'm, I know what we're going to do next. If I'm going to stay awake any longer, we're going to have to play a game or something. And so I think we're playing some Trivial Pursuit listening to the Super Bowl Shuffle. Let me grab it. We're, we're listening to the Super Bowl Shuffle until, until we know all the words. <laughs> Can't wait. Ah, so good. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on all the random social media sites that exist and rate us wherever you possibly can. That'd be great. I gotta get ready for the Sunday fight. Now I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl. I dance a little funky, so watch me, girl. There's no one here that doesn't like me. My Super Bowl shuffle will set.